next episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Garrett Morling. I am your other host, the incomparable J.J. Purdom. And, the uh, owner and the overlord of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, but not this podcast. No, unfortunately, this podcast does not fall under the peer view of me controlling it. It is under the control of one geek master by the name of Garrett Morling. <laughs> what is, who is this character I'm, uh, I'm speaking with? It's kind of like a ripoff of Dr. Evil. Okay, okay. Yeah. The Austin Powers movies. Remember I watched it recently on Netflix when I was supposed to be watching other things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was trying to forget it. <laughs> Still. How are you doing this week, Garrett? Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. Had a busy weekend. Yes, I did as well. Lots of, lots of good stuff this weekend. I had no. This was like Avengers week, yeah. my friend. We had, of course, Avengers Endgame came out in theaters this weekend. And because of our lovely supporters on Patreon, which you can always support us on patreon.com slash supergamerboys, um, we had the ability to go and watch it opening weekend. So I needed to catch up on all of my Avengers movies because I was lame and only recently joined the Avengers by watching the first Avengers movie, Marvel Avengers, uh, a couple of months back. So yeah. uh, I had to do a speed run, and you said, like, J.J., your life depends on it, and I took I threatened you, to cancel your ticket if you didn't. I, I like, literally <laughs> took you literally. I, I thought you were going to kill me. <laughs> like, I thought my life honestly depended I mean, on it. So if my, you didn't see the movie, who knows? Maybe you would have died. My wife is so tired of the Avengers movies right now because we, <laughs> we were watching a lot of Avengers movies for several days in They're a row. so good. How do you get tired of them? No, you, you can't. So I good. think she's crazy. Pretty sure that's what the doctor said, and that's why the medication just got upped. But yeah, no, we, we watched a lot of Avengers movies. Um, and you know what? What one really stood out to me before we got to the biggie? I loved Thor Ragnarok. Dude, that's and I, so good. Dude, it was great. And I I did not like the original Thor movie. Me neither. And, and I've been warned I was never many times Thor. not to watch Dark World, Thor Dark World. But I'm so glad that I did watch Thor Ragnarok because it was fun. And it was exactly the character that Thor should have always been. Yeah. It's it, like Marvel finally figured out who who, who Thor was going to be to them. Like, they were like, okay, yeah, well now, now we got this. Well, the thing is, is, okay, look, the dude is good looking. He's like what all of us want to be like. We all want to look like that. The guy is gorgeous. He's just a good looking dude. And I say that in a totally heterosexual way. But he's, you know, he's a good looking guy and he's just so cool. And I love that they kind of play him up in Thor Ragnarok and and the ensuing movies from there yeah. as like a dumb blonde, which is fantastic. Yeah, he's just a total goofball. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like exactly where you needed to go with him. Yeah. You know, just play up that he's like, he's just too good looking and stupid. You know, like, yeah. so it, like, it works. It's kind of like me. You know, exactly go. like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people find that I'm kind of good-looking, ditzy blonde, you know. Yeah, dumb. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They do kind of find me dumb, but but still. But still. Um. <laughs> so this episode, uh, we are going to do endgame discussion, like impressions at the towards the end of the episode, and then we're gonna do the outro, and then after the outro. We're going to do spoilers. Spoilers. We're going to give it all away. We're giving we, it all away. We want to talk so badly about what's going on. So that's, be careful what you say. Before then, Ooh. I will beep you. Oh. I'm not <laughs> afraid to beep you. You really are not afraid to beep me because I seemingly get beeped a lot. Yeah. 
That's because you're always saying horrible, horrible things. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, so stick around for that. If you guys watched Endgame, if you haven't watched it, don't listen to us because it's so stinking good. Like if you ruin it for yourselves by listening to these us two doofuses talk about it, like yes, it's gonna ruin it for you. Just yes. just go watch it and love it. Cause... It's so incredible. It, here's how here's how good the movie is, and we'll talk about it a little later. It's so good that Garrett and I, the Super Gamer Boys, are going to watch it a second time manana. That's yeah. tomorrow in Mexican. I don't think that's right. I think I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty accurate. I think it means morning. Oh no. <laughs> might, I, we might need to look that up. Google it. But I mean, I haven't. The last time I took high school Spanish was, I don't know, 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I took Spanish for two semesters. And when I first got there, I would do impressions in Spanish. My, my teacher, his name was Mr. Fernandez. And Mr. Fernandez would walk over to me and say to me, Gay, you are like a Mexican with a white face. Here is the thing, uh, yeah, yeah. I want you to learn your impressions in español. And I'm like, um, but I don't speak Spanish, Mr. Fernandez. <laughs> and he literally said, I will put you with a teacher's aid and he will write down for you what to say in español and just say these impressions. Could you do these for me? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I could do that. So he proceeded to have me memorize my impressions. <laughs> I did a handful of impressions. Yeah. I did, I did Rodney Dangerfield, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, and I, and I can't remember a couple other ones at the time. And so, did you do it in in their voices, or did I, you do it with a like I a did it in accent? their voices with an accent? So I would say, and I would go in front of each class and do the impressions. Right, <laughs> I never learned anything in Spanish, and I got an A. It's like a monkey to perform for I the got class. A, I got a free A the first semester. And then uh, in the second semester, I got an F and I like got out of the class really quick and went to ceramics. So I would go in there and I would, I'm pathetic. Glad you put the, you're putting that to use every day. Oh yeah, see. <laughs> so the, the problem is, is uh, I would go in and I'd say, like Hulk Hogan, hey dude, what you gonna do brother when Hulkamania was wild on you dude? So then I would say it in, in Spanish, in Espanol. <laughs> Yo hermano. It's still Hulkster Romano, brother. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But it was it was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. And they everybody would laugh and peel in laughter and like JJ or sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. You are so great at this. You are like a Mexican. And <laughs> so honestly, oh, honestly, it it uh, it was a great A, very easy A. And then I failed miserably, and I was very quickly going and making bongs in ceramics. So because yeah, what else do you do, ceramics? Make bongs, right? That's um, that's a water pipe for those who don't don't know. Yeah, thanks for thanks for explaining that to all of the listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> um, cool. Well, if you uh, are interested in our end game impressions, <laughs> which I, I don't in know, Espanol, I don't know how we got to JD's Spanish story there, but we uh, were talking about bongs. That's all <laughs> I remember. But uh, uh, we will be talking about impressions toward the end of the episode, and then spoiler impressions. Uh, after the outro so stay tuned for that uh, if you haven't already uh go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash super gamer boys uh, jj mentioned that a little earlier without your guys' support uh this podcast um would be possible but would be a heck of a lot more boring uh, <laughs> we wouldn't because we we don't have no money 
So we would be able to talk about the cool things we talk about and uh, play the cool games that we play. And, um, you know, basically it's just bringing you guys more and more content. And uh, eventually, you know, I'm budgeting. I'm trying to figure out our budget here and so we can save for more equipment and stuff like that because I want to do another stream soon. But like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, we are after I had to give back some equipment uh, to a friend, we're missing some key key stuff. So maybe in a few months we'll have the money. We'll pick that up and do do a sweet stream. Well, you can always do what I do. When I borrow things like games and stuff, I just don't return them. I mean, that's a, always it's, a... But it's different when he like messages you and he's like, <laughs> hey, man, do you still have that thing? I'm like... Oh, dude, you get the guilt yeah, thing. Yeah, I have it. I'm like, are you going to return that? Yes, I'll return <laughs> it. Do you want it now? No, tomorrow morning's fine. Okay, I'll drop it off on your front porch. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. So, I mean, I had it for like months at that point. I yeah. should have returned a lot sooner, but... Um, and to think we only streamed one time. I know. We could have streamed so many more times, but it's hard to... It was a lot of work to plan that thing. Yeah, and I still am sorry about what happened to your bathroom. You, you just showed up and played a game. It took me like <laughs> two weeks of... And learning after Adobe After Effects and stuff like that to make it look cool. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens every week here. You always put all this work and effort, and I'm like, what's the holdup? I just show up talking on a microphone for an hour. <laughs> Not that hard. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys want to support us, though, there's different tiers over there. You can get your name in the show notes. You can get shout-outs on the show, uh, like our producer, Matt Liu, and our sponsor, Bill Bird. Um, both of those guys support us at different tiers that get shout-outs on the show, as well as... Uh, the producer tier, Matt, uh, gets the show notes early so he can kind of see what we're doing. Um, technically, if you're a producer, you also have the ability to comment on there. So if you open up the show notes in, I, th- I use Google Docs or whatever, you can leave comments. And if your comments are good enough, I'll talk about them on the show. Matt's, also, Matt's never done it, but, you know, if oh, anyone else wants to wants to do it. And keep in mind at the producer level, uh, and Matt has already gotten this a couple of times, that we clip your toenails for you on the air. And uh, so Garrett Gross. is the one, well, Garrett's the one holding the, the nail clippers because I've got like a foot thing. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and you also, <laughs> also on the producer level, uh, you get to uh, pitch a um, a show segment. Uh, we did it. We've done Matt's uh, losing reviews one week. Uh, I was going to do it this week and I'm like with Endgame, we're not going to have enough time to talk about <laughs> another movie. So maybe, maybe next week I'll give JJ the movie and uh, we'll surprise you next week with what you know, terrible movie he made us watch. Very cool. Um, cool. What do you say we get down to the nerdy nudes? It's time for the nerdy nudes. Alrighty. So this week, uh, we have three uh, pieces of news here, but we're gonna try to keep them short and sweet, so then we have more time for Endgame. More time for spoilers. Yeah. So uh, the first one is just an update to a piece of news we've been talking about a lot the last two or three weeks, so you guys are probably all sick of it, but there was an update to the whole um, Nintendo Switch Mini or the cheaper Nintendo Switch model um, that's been rumored. Uh, So the new update is that uh, based on a new report uh, and a financial report by Bloomberg, a small excerpt suggests the cheaper Switch model is coming very soon. Uh... I don't see where. Basically, it says that it could be out as soon as June, uh, which seems crazy because it's May now. 
Oh, it's, it's almost May. Like we're a couple days out. When this episode comes out, it'll be what May first. Yeah, it's unusual. Right May. It, it is extremely unusual for them not to be, uh, not to giving a little bit of an announcement ahead of time. If they're saying at the end of June, um, that means both you and I are going to start having to work on some overtime uh, in order to be able to get some uh, get some cheaper switches for. Oh, you already got one. I already got one. Well, you could always work overtime and then get me an additional one. So that uh, way, when my son doesn't let me play, then I can play with the one that you get for me. Do you see how that, that works? I, I think that's easy math. I don't see it. I don't see okay. your point. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to make that work, G. No, hablo espanol. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but no, I just thought that was, that's kind of cool. Uh, but basically what that means is probably in the next couple of weeks, they'd have to announce it. Um, like, I can't imagine they'll just shadow drop a new switch, be like, hey, it's out today. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. No, that'll absolutely like, not happen. Apex Legends did it and it was successful. Nintendo Switch, it's a whole other story. Like, they, there's going to be some hype that has to go into this. So, um, yeah, we will see uh, what happens with that. That's just an article we'll be keeping an eye on over the next couple months i guess uh, it'll be kind of one of those things we just give you updates on as it goes on yeah, a silly question i don't i hate to make you do work while we're on the podcast but right now currently the switch that is already out how many units has it sold since they first started i know that the the recently the playstation hit some milestones the playstation 4 console but i think that the nintendo switch as far as like a handheld system is killing it right now with where they're at and I'm curious if there's still a market out there for this cheaper switch to get into a whole lot more hands. So, um, here it is. Here, maybe we know of one that's been sold because Garrett bought one. Yeah, there's so definitely at least one. one. Definitely they got one. At least one. <clears throat> so, according to this, is straight from Nintendo's financial. Like, there you can actually find all Nintendo's financials on. Uh, their website. Just go to nintendo.co.jp slash blah, 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 or just Google Nintendo Financial. <laughs> not type in blah, 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 because that will um, not bring it up. <laughs> according to this, there are 34.74 million units. That's astronomical. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's very good. I mean, it's, it's the fastest selling console, like compared to Xbox One and PS4, like it's and it's done that in what? It's only been two years now. That's insane. Like, that's crazy. Um, what was it? PS4 just hit 98 million, which is insane. But that's yeah. been around it's been since several years. 2013 yes. or something. That's yeah. almost like, what, seven years or something like that? If, um, the, if the Switch keeps up at this pace, there's an easy chance of it eventually oh, overarching. Easy. Yeah, I could easily blow, blow them out of the water. Um, and then software, it's sold... 187.5 million units of software, which is games. Yeah. So 187.5 million units. That's a lot of games. Wow. That's insane. And you know what? I think that there there's still room with the $200. Uh, okay, so so that was one of the things we were going to say is that a lot of the people that are making guesses on a projection for price, I know we've made, we've made uh, – some guesses that, you know, 200, maybe 150, but it, it seems like a lot of people are kind of landing on that $200 figure. Hey, if they can get it down to like 199, it has that mind trick of it's under 200 bucks. You can't not get it. Yeah. So I think that if they get down to the $200 range, there's going to be a whole lot more people that it opens it up to. No, totally. And if it's... Think about people with multiple children. 
yeah, too. And multiple that's, that's children, a, or they already own one, and they just want to like like that, that was the thing is like they're buying a travel one, or they own one and they want to get one for the kids. Like they don't want their kids getting their grubby hands on their nice <laughs> one. Like, Why do you say it like you don't want your chef to ever touch your your thing? I, I mean, don't. I don't ever <laughs> want him to touch my switch. Uh, <laughs> no, I, one day he will, but maybe when he's like maybe the 18, cheaper version. Maybe when you're he's such 18. a jerk. Um, <laughs> no, but. Um, no, it's exciting though. It's it's cool news, and like I said, we'll guy we'll keep you up to date as there's new updates. I guess with that. Well, let me make a statement. I'm gonna make a statement right here on the air. That means you can always follow this up later and make sure that I wasn't lying. If they come in at under under two hundred bucks, I guarantee I'm gonna buy one for my son uh, because he's been really pushing for one, and I think that a little more inexpensive. I, I'm not as worried about him dropping it. Uh, him, you know, mishandling it. I mean, he's been fine, but it's a big responsibility for something that's a few hundred dollars. So it's hard for me to trust him to not, you know, like drop it. He, he's dropped a lot of like uh, uh, iPads and stuff like that. And uh, we just had a second TV break for, you know, unbeknownst reasons. The television like has a little crack in it. And I'm like, dude, what happened? And everybody, everybody's like, oh, no. What, what? What? It doesn't work. What? There's all kinds of like, you know, sparkly green lines in one of the TVs in the kids room. And I'm like, man, we just bought that thing. We just got it in there in December. It's it's April, man. Jeez. It lasted less than five months. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you should just start them out with a old school Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. You can probably get them super cheap. And there's like hundreds of awesome games on the Game Boy Advance. You'd be surprised they're not as cheap as you think. Now, now he. I say that. I say that like I know what I'm talking about, and this is the guy who's got a computer at his fingertips. Yeah, I like to prove. Yeah, you're wrong, prove I'm always wrong. right. I'm yeah. always right. You've never been wrong before, never Garrett. Never been wrong. Um, but because yeah, I know. Like when I was when I was your son's age, like I saved up and bought my own game. Like I saved up some money and then with some birthday money one year, like my parents and grandparents, like we all chipped in and I got. Sweet Game Boy Advance SP, and I love that thing to death. I mean, when I was younger, I got Game Boy Color um, when that came out, and then, I don't know, five, six years later when the Game Boy Advance SP came out, I got bought one of those, and I, that was, like, my pride and joy. And that's, um, yeah, like, they're, I'm having a hard time finding them on uh, GameStop right now, but I don't think they're that expensive. Okay, let's move into the news, uh, the next news piece here. The next one, um, so a couple weeks ago I made a bet. I forget exactly what my th- my stipulations were. Was it about shaving your eyebrows? And no, your it was the one where I was going to give, a, like, I bet all my possessions in my firstborn child. Um, oh. I, th- I, had to, I, had to, I know what I had to do with it. I don't, just don't remember the specifics. So if someone remembers the specifics, let me know. But I think this next news article actually helps me. Because what the next one is, is that it has come out in a Sony earnings report that uh, there will be no next-gen PlayStation console launch over the next 12 months. So I think what my bet was is, like, there's not going to be a new console this year, basically. Like, it's not coming out 2019. It's I, I guarantee you it's next year, like second half of... Okay. It, I recall it was, it was, this now. It was yes. fall of 2020. Yes, because you said if you think that it's coming out in 2019, you're, you're stupid, you're an idiot, yep. and you need to be burned at the stake oh, and stabbed I in the eyes. Some of that, not all. Rusty, that. rusty sporks. Yeah. 
Um, They're plastic, but they rust somehow. I, I, have a, I, I have a metal camping spork. I'm sure I could rust a little bit. That's sad. Uh, I've never used it You've before. You've never been camping before in your life. Never used You're it. You're a city But boy. I have it. <laughs> hey, back in college, I thought it was a cool thing. Go to REI and buy all this camping gear and just to have it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool thing to have. Um, I got a butane lighter right here. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Yeah, a little but... camp stove. <laughs> this is cooking stuff in my <laughs> dorm room. Make some popcorn right here on the floor. Um... <laughs> Look at that. I've been eating Cliff Bars all day. <laughs> forget, forget the meal plan. Your school. I, I got a roll of toilet paper. And I'm going to go crap in the closet. That's not. That was. A, I bought a bucket with a toilet seat on it. <laughs> I told you not to tell anybody about that, Garrett. Uh, I mean, those are real things, though. I know. And now I want you to pick through, not pick through the poop, but pick through the story there and know what is real and what is just. He's just joking. That didn't really happen recently no, with a bucket. Unfortunately, there's a, too much of that bucket story. That's true. Um, not for me, though. Um, so, yeah. So, based on this earnings call, uh, the soonest we will see a PlayStation 5 is May 2020. But, again, uh, if I remember correctly, every PlayStation, every Sony console has come out in the fall. And I think almost every Xbox consoles come out in the fall. Like, that's just, like... They that's just tradition. Everything they come out before the holiday season. They get everyone hyped all year, so that way, in time for Black Friday, everyone loses their minds and spends mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of dollars buying these things. So, um, basically, what I'm saying is, I was right once again. <laughs> you look so joyful. I've only seen you look this happy, like when when Shep was born. Uh, but normally you're not this happy, but when you're right about something, there's like this crazy childish joy that overcomes your face. <laughs> it's beautific, man. It's, it's, it's pretty neat. I found the Game Boy Advance SP. Okay. 85 bucks. 85 bucks right now. Used. Yep. Okay. Not okay. too shabby. I was looking up price a little while ago, just on Game Boys when they first came out. Are you, are you aware of what the price is on the Game Boys when they first came out? The original? Yeah. No. It looks like here, well, the launch price looks like it was around two ninety nine. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I mean, it is the internet, so it must be right. Now you have all me those, looking stuff up all on those, the podcast. This all is, those fingers are slapping on the keys. That's him, like, pretending like okay, he's Okay, so stuff when up. the Game Boy was first released in 1989, it was $89.95. Oh, Wow. Okay. Which is the equivalent, I, so with inflation, it says here, it's equivalent to over $180 today. Hmm. So in today's money, it'd be over 180 bucks, but back then it was eighty nine ninety five for the original Game Boy. So I'm right again. Like <laughs> always, man. Um, but no, so I just wanted to hit this news story real quick to prove that- uh, You were right? I was right. And, and that people, that, people uh, are idiots. People are idiots. <laughs> um, but I know- any. Any little bit of information we get the PS5 gets me so hyped. Like, even though it's basically saying you, we have to wait longer for it, I'm still so excited. Like, I cannot wait for this next console. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I really, I just, I'm. You truly are a Sony w- pony when with you. With new have, hardware, you, like, 
I don't, they could sell me a freaking toaster that said Sony on the side of it. I'd be so stoked. <laughs> like I'd spend 600 bucks on a new toaster if it said PlayStation on the side of it. Like doesn't even have to play Anybody games. Anybody who can create a toaster and put Sony on the side of it, do so now. Garrett's willing to pay money for it. Heck, I've been, they just updated their merch store, the PlayStation merch store. Where mm-hmm. They have t-shirts and hoodies and hats and shoes and all this stuff. And I was like drooling over everything in there. I just, <laughs> I love Sony so much. <laughs> It's probably a little, little, a little wrong, but I just love him so much. He's got a heart necklace that he wears all the time, and it has two pictures on it. One is of his beautiful little son, and the other is of the Sony emblem. I, <laughs> little, I don't little, get it. Little PS PlayStation emblem. I don't get it personally, <laughs> but I mean that's you know more power to you. Yep. Um, cool. Well, let's get down to new releases here. So there is one game of note in the new releases this last week. And that is Days Gone. This is a game we've been stoked about, can't wait. And we even mentioned in previous episodes, hey, guys, we're going to buy it and we're going to do uh, give you guys our impressions on it. And it's going to be awesome. So we got the game and we're ready to go, right? No. So here's what? the deal. What? We're going to be straight up with you guys. That's, that's, that's our motto here at Super Game Boys. Like we're going to be straight up and transparent with everyone. I thought our motto was screw them and take the money. Yeah, no, that's not the case. Are you sure? So that's what it says on the back of our jackets. Well, and that's that's on the inside. They're not supposed to know that. Oh. <laughs> they don't see that part. So, sorry. Um, straight up and honest <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, so to be straight up and totally transparent, we were totally going to do that until uh, reviews came out a couple days before the game was going to come out. And after reading some of these reviews, I couldn't in good conscience spend $60 on a game that got such uh, mediocre to bad reviews. Yeah, the the reviews are absolutely sad, and they're devastating. And not and not to say like there are good reviews. Like if you look around, like even on Metacritic, like there are a lot of good reviews, but there's a lot of bad ones too. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and can we read a couple of the bad reviews so we kind of get people an idea of why we're not going to be picking up the game? Yeah. Because and not to say we never will. My hope is like if it drops, goes on sale. Yeah. Like this is a game I'm buying on sale or even used like Absolutely. maybe in the next couple of weeks. Like I'm totally down to get it. It's just like yeah. I don't want to spend sixty bucks on a game that's like not good. Right. Regard <laughs> regardless, it's it's a beautiful looking game. Dude, the imagery yeah. is Look amazing. Up pictures. There is a, a tweet I uh, I showed JJ before the show um, of because like, there's a photo mode in the game and it look they look like real photographs. Like it looks so stinking realistic and like the weather systems are realistic. I was explaining that to JJ too. Like the snow system, like it's not like it just starts snowing and then there's white stuff on the ground, like. It takes place over the course of like 20 to 30 minutes. Like it slowly, like you can see the snow building up on the ground and on the building and stuff like that. It's like it's beautiful, incredible game. Um, but according to these reviews, I'm going to read a couple. Um, it's just, it, it missed the mark. So starting with uh, IGN here, uh, they gave it a 6.5 out of 10, which that's not good. Like with as many games as that comes out today, uh, so we listen to I listen to another podcast. I think you do too. Uh, kind of funny games daily. Yeah, they say it multiple times, um, like throughout a week. Like they'll say it a lot. Where there's too many great games nowadays. Like there's there's so many great games coming out, and there's so many well, there's so many games in general that we don't have time to play just good games. Like we only have time to play the great games, and there's so many great games too. So yeah. 
was for so a 6.5 out of 10 that's not good they, they said days gone feels bloated like a movie that goes on for an hour longer than it needs to or should have it's messy and confused but peppered with genuinely thrilling encounters with rampaging hordes of zombies and occasionally breathless firefights there's a good game in here somewhere but it's buried in a meandering storyline repetitive missions and just too much obligatory stuff to do without an eye on the smaller details that could have given it much more character um so that was another thing some people said it was long like uh i think it was on a kind of funny show or maybe it was ign podcast beyond that i listened to um they're like it's a really good like it it would have been a really great 10 hour game but it goes on for like 30 or 40 hours like if they cut it down it was just 10 hours in and out like that would have been fantastic but the fact that it's like 30 to 40 hours is just too much like it goes on way too long um looking for uh <clears throat> excuse me uh GameSpot gave it uh a five out of ten or 50 on metacritic which is that's bad uh I did a lot of things in Days Gone. I burned every single freaker nest. I cleared every ambush camp. I maxed out my bike. I took out a few optional hordes just because. Like Deacon with Sarah, I kept going because I hoped to find something, to follow a thread to a possibly fascinating or satisfying or impactful conclusion. But at the end of of it all, I had only gotten scraps. So it's harsh. Uh, Not a great game. So the general consensus is just... um, it's a beautiful game and it has a lot of potential, but it, yeah, meanders, goes on too long. The story never like lands. It takes off and just kind of disappears. Kind of is what it seems like. It just kind of like doesn't know where it's going. And then people are like, Hey, where the, where are we going now? <laughs> like what's going on up here? <laughs> I know it's not just me. You've got to be devastated by this news because I know both of us were looking yeah, so we forward to it. It looks so great. Yeah. So I know my hopes were up and I, I was like, what I was looking at days gone and what I was thinking was a combination of Sons of Anarchy, Walking Dead, yes. and Last of Us. You know, something like that. That's yeah. kind of the idea that I had in my head. And that's actually, I was listening to uh, another podcast where they were discussing when this game first started in development, those things were popular. And that's kind of, that was both a pro and a con for this person. They're like, yeah, those things are awesome. Like, but they were awesome like six, seven years ago. And then since then, it was almost like another person compared, like I read in another review, this game was like, like a game stuck in time. Like you, it's a beautiful game. Like it has like today's graphics and, but it's like the story and mechanics and stuff are stuck in like the early 2010s or something. Like, it's almost like you can tell, like, they put their head down and, like, totally blacked out the world and just hunkered down and made this game. And then when they came back up, it was like, oh, shoot, everything's changed. Well, we've already made the game. I guess we got to release it. Like, that's what it almost feels like. Like, they just totally, like, blacked out the rest of the world and didn't realize games are changing the way they're made and the way they play. So, which is a bummer. So, not to say we won't ever play this. But I just felt like to be open and transparent with you guys, uh, especially all, yeah, the, our Patreon supporters out there. Uh, I didn't didn't want to just throw your money away on a game that um, would just completely uh, disappoint. Okay, are there <laughs> are, being being that what it is? 
Are there any other games that we possibly have on the horizon that might be coming out that can be replaced in our Patreon support that we could pick up and and play? Or is there nothing really big on the horizon that we're looking forward to? Because so, I can tell you, I put my hat and pinned it on this on Days Gone, and now I'm kind of like blown out of the water. But like you said, I'm not going to set out all hope because there's still part of me that would like to see some of the imagery and play some of the gameplay. I mean, I'm I'm not the type of gamer like you that like needs it to be perfect. I, I think I, I could probably find happiness in the game uh, because... Yeah, I'm sure it would be a lot of fun for a little bit, but <clears throat> for a game... Being a first-party, like, Sony-exclusive game, like, basically, what we've seen so far of Sony first-party exclusive games is Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, uh, Spider-Man. Like, when you compare it to those three, you're not getting, or even, like, Uncharted. When you play a play Sony first-party exclusive game, you expect those amazing, beautiful, incredible, jaw-dropping stories. And that's not what you get with this. So that's why it was like such a such a disappointment. Like that's, yeah, it makes such a huge difference. Um, I'm scrolling through some games that are upcoming. Rage 2 comes out in May. That's when I know when the trailers were first released back at the games, uh, the awards, the game awards uh, that we were interested in. That it comes out May 14th. So who knows, maybe... Depending on how reviews go on that, we'll pick that one up. Um, we will also, let's see, I'm just kind of scrolling through, seeing there's not really a lot of the games that we're looking forward to, like don't have release dates. Like there's uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, that's a hard word to say. Tsushima, um, that, which is like the Japanese. Tuna roll? Um, nope. Uh, Pretty sure it's a tuna roll. Oh, JJ. There's uh, like Death Stranding we don't know anything about, Last of Us 2 we don't know anything about. So it's like all these games, which is why I'm also so stoked for like PS5 to come out because obviously they're waiting to announce these things. I wouldn't be surprised if all those games are cross-platform, whether on both PS4 and PS5. Like that's why they're waiting. Um, But really there's not much coming out this year other than Rage 2 and then in September with Borderlands 3. When is E3? June. June. Okay. Usually the first <clears throat> week in June, first weekend in June, I think, first or second weekend in June. Um, so just like a month away, we'll be hearing a crap ton of news here. Um, so we'll, we'll, see. we'll be covering that on the on the podcast when it comes down. Oh, most definitely. Cool. Uh, let's. Uh, we got another PSN name submission. Oh, really? So you guys have, uh, last week I gave you guys homework. You have two weeks. Well, you had two weeks to submit your names. Derek dropped one last week. We got one more this week, so you have one more week. So next by next week, everyone get your names in. <clears throat> so this comes from Chloe McConnell. Thank you, Chloe, for writing in. Um, she also wrote a question, but I'll save it because I have another question of the show. Chloe, you're amazing. And I know what you're gonna say. It's I, I can already just let me guess the name. Okay. It's uh, it's gonna be like JJ Big Sexy or something like that. I know it's something about my good looks, my devastatingly Devon hair, oh. handsome demeanor, or something of that nature. Uh, nah, you're close. Am um, I? You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. She says, "Keep up the amazing work. Can't wait to hear the next coming episodes." 
for JJ's new name for PSN. She votes it should be Warrior for God 777. I like it. I like it a lot. I kind of am like a warrior for God. Yeah, you pest pest control warrior. Dude, I love it. I love it. Chloe, I'm going to run that by the boss. And by the boss, I mean my wife. And (laughs) because remember, she's the one who plays online. But no, I'm I'm loving the names we've gotten so far. Yeah, so Bug Slayer 007 from Derek. Uh, Putting this one in the dock. Warrior for God 777 from Chloe. Um, is that with a four, like the number four? Or is she it... wrote it out F-O-R, but uh-huh. I think it'd be way cooler if it was a number four. Very cool. Chloe, you're amazing. So You, you, guys, don't, need you, to guys te- you don't need me until... to tell you that. You already knew that. Yeah, you, you guys know. have until next week. You know, Next week will, will be the, the wrap-up, and we will decide <clears throat> what JJ's new name will be. Wait, who gets to decide? We will. We, we as in me and you? I get a vote? Yeah. What if there's three options and like you and I are split on two? Who gets the deciding vote? I don't know. I don't think you thought of that. Then we'll ask our producer, Matt Lou. I'll call him live on the show. So, Matt, be ready because I'm just going <laughs> to call you randomly next Monday night. The producer, because see what you can do if you were producer on our podcast via Patreon. You can do that kind of stuff too. Get calls randomly while we're recording. <laughs> um, man, I was going to go into what you planned, but look at that time. Karen did a whole lot of blah, 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 blah. There's just one thing I want to say quick for what you plan. Okay. Because we all know what you're playing. I don't want to hear any more of it. Wait, I don't stop. Care. I <sighs> No, I'm telling you, I won't drag it out. I swear. I finished chapter six. I'm in the epilogue, baby, okay. and it's going amazing. Okay. I'm finally playing as John Marston. John Marston. By the way, uh, Arthur Morgan dies. And also his- Wow, brother. you didn't even like say, yeah. hey, spoiler alert first. You just said it. No, I'm not even- Hey, spoiler I mean, if any of you guys played the first Red Dead, you would know because yeah. this one takes place before. It's a, a like a, it's a prequel. prequel to yeah. the first. So, I mean, we and, all we all knew it was coming, and it's incredible. And I didn't I didn't even cry at all because I knew it was coming because I watched YouTube a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I played a Microsoft exclusive game on my PC called Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. So it's okay. a game that came out last year. Mm-hmm. PC and Xbox One. Uh, it is part of Game Pass, and Microsoft had a deal for one dollar. You can get three months of Game Pass. So I signed up. Now I do not have an Xbox, <coughs> so I do not have access to the hundreds and hundreds of games that are on Game Pass. Because you can, so you can still use Game Pass on PC, but they only give you. There's only a small, 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 very small portion. There's only like six games you can get. <laughs> okay, see, but, I didn't understand that's how it worked. I thought that if you had Game Pass on the PC, that you had access to the full library. That's well, that was a news art. That was a rumor that we read about. I think in the fall. There's a rumor that that's coming, but it's not come yet. At this point, you just get. Basically, a few of like the exclusive games. So, like, I can get State of Decay, I can get Sea of Thieves, I can get Crackdown Three, I can get Forza Motorsports, I can get uh, I don't know. There's another one. Were you uh, playing this on Halo, your laptop? Halo Five. Yeah, you're playing on your gaming laptop with your so, PlayStation Four. Yeah. So remote? with that okay. dongle I was talking about last week, that little adapter, mm-hmm. I was able to play uh, an Xbox game on my computer with my PlayStation controller. <laughs> um, Dude. So, but uh, it's cross it's cross play as well. So I buddy teamed up with producer Matt Liu. Nice. And then because he has Game Pass on his Xbox One, and then uh, another listener uh, Isaac, um, 
he he had brought it up on his computer. So the three of us were sailing the high seas as pirates. And dude, the game is so much fun. So there's there's no story to the game. There's no like real point to it. Literally, the only point to the game is hey, like you guys get on a pirate ship, sail around and fight other pirates. And it's it's a it's an MMO. So there's like other real people in the game, like other actual players from around the world who are playing this so you come across and you can yell at them and talk to them like we all have microphones and headsets so you can like talk to the other people and you're like firing cannons at them and boarding their ship and trying to blow it up and stuff and then uh digging up treasures on like islands in the middle of the ocean is it a first person or? yeah it's a first person okay. it has like graphics similar to like Fortnite, like really cartoony mm-hmm. like that but man so there's no point to the game but it's all in who you play with it's so much fun because we were just goofing off. You can like, uh, you know, drink ale and get wasted. So you're like trying to sail this boat and everything's blurry and like you're like stumbling all over the place and you can't con- like when you hit left on the stick, it goes right and up and back. Like everything's all the controls are backwards. Um, the sailing is actually like pretty realistic. So like one guy will be on the wheel and then you ha- like the other guys will have to control the sails so you have to actually have to like raise the sails lower the sails turn them with the wind and if you don't turn it with the wind you don't you don't move you can drop the anchor raise the anchor so it's like a pirate simulator it's pretty insane so how did it how did it control the x uh, there are the game pass on uh the pc with the playstation controller like did it did it play just like an xbox would i mean did it feel oh it's a pc different? it's a pc game it just played like a, a game I don't okay know. Very cool, man. It's just installed on your computer and played. It's not a streaming. Game Pass isn't streaming necessarily. It can be on Xbox, but no, I just installed on my computer and I just played like any other game. I could have played with my mouse and keyboard, but I'm not about that life. <laughs> Still doesn't so, make any sense to me. So I just wanted to bring that up, though. Sea of Thieves is awesome. So if anyone out there uh, is playing Sea of Thieves um, and wants to play, uh, my gamer tag is the same as my PlayStation name. Breaking Prime, all one word. Um, and uh, send me your friend request or something, and uh, we can we can play. Because you can't play it alone. You have to play it with a friend. You can play alone. It's not fun. Like, the fun part is, like, goofing off with your friends and, you know, jumping in the boat and sailing off without them or something. <laughs> and it's just, like, stupid stuff like that, blowing them up. You know, all the fun <laughs> stuff. Alrighty. One more thing before we get to end game discussion. And like I said, the end game discussion is just going to be in quick impressions because we, you really can't talk about the movie without spoiling it. So really our end game discussion will be base level and then we're going to do outro and then we're going to do spoiler stuff. But so quick question of the show though. <coughs> this is from an anonymous submission. Actually, I know who it is, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. Hi, Mrs. Morling. <clears throat> not Mrs. Morling. It's Mrs. Morling. So it's actually not really a question, I guess. It's more like a choose your own adventure. This person told me that uh, they were going to listen to every episode and hear your response to this. And depending on your response, the next week they're gonna they're going to submit another, um, basically part of the story. They're so you're they're gonna take you through a story here. I'm gonna ask you something. You're gonna answer. They're gonna take your answer. Tell you the next part of the story based on what you say. Okay, that sounds like Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> stuff. I'm. I so, don't want to play. I don't want to play. It's, it's Dungeons it's, and Dragons. It's choose your own adventure. It's yeah, like, it's like when you're that's a kid. Dungeons and Dragons, buddy. <laughs> Here you go. I buddy. sense Dungeons and Dragons nerding him. I smell it all over it, bud. So, here, here it goes. Ready? 
Yes. Close your eyes. Open your mind. I could do the close my eyes, but it's hard to open my mind at the same time. Okay. Well, close your eyes. It's like chewing bubblegum and walking. Not possible (laughs) for me. You're walking through a field to get back home when suddenly clouds roll in and a slight fog starts to settle. In front of a tree that you passed a hundred times, you see something that doesn't belong. As you approach the tree, you see a hooded figure face down on the ground. In this figure, you see a sword and a gilded bear wrapped around the hilt. You see a pool of blood surrounding the figure. What do you do? So there's a tree, there's a hooded figure with a sword, and the sword has a gilded bear on the hilt. You see a pool of blood. Okay. What do you do? Okay, obviously, because I am a good person, I'm going to go up and be like, I'm thinking this dude is at a costume party. He's obviously been drinking. So I'm going to be like, hey, dude, are you cool? Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, man? So, so you're trying to like shake him awake. I'm going to shake trying, him awake. I'm going to reach like... down with two fingers on the pulse area. Okay. You know, I'm going to feel for, you know, pulse. Mm-hmm. I'm worried now because now I've touched him. And I got fingerprints and stuff. There is a pool of blood around him. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he can still be alive. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're right. He can still be alive. So I'm going to check for a pulse. Okay. And if there is none, I'm going to take the sword and I'm going to go to a pawn shop and try to get some money out of it. Okay. Insane. Cool. Good job. Wait, was that the wrong answer? You've solved my puzzle. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't from me. It's not my puzzle. No, but... You solved the mystery man's puzzle. I feel like I said something wrong. I feel no. like... like, Am I going to go to jail for saying that? Because, I mean... You won't know until next week. <clears throat> okay. And when we get the next question. Because you... See, you said gold with like a bear inlaid yeah. on it and stuff like that. And the guy's already dead. I mean, obviously... I've never seen the sword before. I've passed the tree a bunch of times, and I'm thinking like money, and I could buy my boy that you know game system that he wants. Switch. He wants that switch, the cheaper <laughs> switch, dude. I can get a couple of those. Yeah. If I pawn that thing off, so I'm just saying, I'm sorry the dude had to die, but I got so me you a switch. Steal a sword. And I buy my son a switch, and I look like a hero. And, and you go, you sell it. Sell yeah. It, sell it at a shop. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's all we need, and we will hear from our mystery guest uh the mystery question asker i hope you guys don't judge me on that you guys would do the same thing i know you guys would do the same thing (laughs) Alrighty, it's that time it's time for the end game avengers end game it was so much fun wait this is there's no spoilers. No spoilers. We're literally just saying just saying what we our our impressions impressions of the film and um, yes. under the lower I just need to be because I will beep you. What the? Why are you never trusting me, dude? You never. There's no faith whatsoever in you, dude. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> uh, so, man, all I gotta say, it's a beautiful movie. Like it's stunning. I really, I really would love to see it. So we are going to go see it again tomorrow, which I can't wait. But I really wish we were seeing it in IMAX. Because from what I heard, a lot of it, most of it, if not all of it, I think was shot in IMAX. So to see it in an IMAX theater would be so amazing. Like it'd be so beautiful. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be able to do that tomorrow. But yeah, it's like just beautifully shot. It's like the animation is all incredible. Uh, The story is insane. Uh, 
it was such an emotional roller coaster. Like I'm trying to think of words I can say that like can even come Convey close, even come close that, to explaining it without spoiling anything. Right. But. So with me, I come at it from a, a little bit of a different perspective. You have, you've been caught up on the lore of all the movies. You just recently watched Captain Marvel in theaters and stuff. Thanks to our Patreon supporters as well. Um, I didn't. I just recently watched the Avengers movie for the first time that we shared here on the podcast. So we got to the point, like we were saying, I alluded to it earlier, we got to the point where, okay, you got the tickets and you said, all right, man, game on. I got the ticket. Are you going to watch the films? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm cool. And you're like, look, I'll take the dang ticket back. It will not happen unless you were. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm cool. I got, I got a couple of weeks. Then it was like, no, I like no, no, no. You had like three or four months. You have three or four months and you waited until the last week. You know why? Because I work better under pressure, brother. Here's the thing. I was I was like jamming Avengers movies everywhere I could fit them. Everywhere. I I, I take that for what it what it means. I literally was watching like part of the movie and then going, oh man, there's still another hour and a half. I gotta go to sleep right now. And then I set an alarm, wake up early and watch the other half the next morning before work. I did that for several days. But because of my perseverance and because I stay the course, I was able to catch all up. I literally Mostly finished. Up, yeah. Well, for the most part. I watched the important yeah, you, films. Yeah, you hit the important ones. Yeah. Good. So I watched the end, uh, the last hour and 45 minutes of Infinity War, the morning, literally finished it an hour before I left to go watch it must have been a trip like to see yeah, yeah to that, see how it like how that one ends and then to be able to like because we the rest of us had to wait a right, year the rest I of us had not. to wait a year and to figure out what happened and that's the cool thing I didn't have to wait so but the one thing is in that I also wasn't able to build up anticipation mm. for the year either yeah so keep that in mind so I literally watched it and I was like <gasps> instant gratification instant gratification and and man i really was gratified i gotta tell you that this probably sounds goofy coming out of my mouth but there is something to having to wait Mm, there is something really awesome about being able to build up that anticipation and then the climax of like man finally oh man i've been waiting so long for it i didn't get that i mean and even more than that like yeah so you just started watching the movies in the last few months right I've been watching these movies since 2008. So this right. is like 11 years of buildup for me kind of thing. And like yeah. for a lot of fans, for most fans, this is like 10, 11 years of buildup, like building into like what this is going to be. So that is interesting. I didn't think about that. Like for you, it's, you jammed it in like a week and a half. Yeah. And the rest of us had to wait 10 years to see what the heck, how this all ends. But so. I'll tell you what, I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with the MCU. Uh, I grew up a DC guy. So I'm more of a, traditionally, I'm more of a Superman fan, Batman, Joker, I the was Flash too. for sure. Yeah. I always was a DC, like Batman. Those characters yeah. resonate with the me. And those are who I know. Yeah. Good thing I told you who that was, right, buddy? Um, so I, I didn't grow up a huge fan of the Marvel characters. Of course, I knew who they were, the Hulk and Spider-Man. I didn't, wasn't, didn't really know who Iron Man was. Until the Iron Man movie came out. And I probably watched the Iron Man, the original Iron Man movie, which I loved when it came out. I probably didn't watch it until like 2011. So there was already other movies that had been coming out by the time I finally watched it. Right. And and I just, 
because of the the pace of my life, I just hadn't had an opportunity to go watch that stuff. And I wasn't a huge video game. I wasn't a huge uh, comic book fan. And then, of course, you came into my life, Garrett, and you brought all your dorkdom with you, and you just <laughs> eked it out all over me. And unfortunately, I'm infected now. Yeah. Now I'm trying to infect others in their podcast whole listening ears. Gross. I know that sounded yeah. disgusting. <laughs> That's how I meant it. Yeah. But, dude, like, it, this... There was such a huge payoff for this movie. Like it was one of those things where like they could totally botch this thing and like everyone would hate Marvel forever or they could just totally nail this thing. Like there's only two options. There wasn't really any middle of the road. Like it was either going to go great or it was going to go bad. And man, they land, <laughs> unlike Days Gone, they landed this plane perfectly on the runway. Like They went great. There was, it's one of those landings where like there's no jumps or skips. It's just like, whew, you don't even feel it. It's just like, man, that was so satisfying. Like the way it ends is just like they, everything is just, yeah, without giving any spoilers away, like this after 22 movies, this is such a nice like, and then. I feel like me saying this is the last movie isn't a spoiler. Like it's called Endgame, and everyone knows. Like, it's like that's the point. It's it's the end. Because um, I mean, even in the news, like they've been talking. There's no plans for future movie. There's plans for future movies at this point, but none of them are in production. Like we might not need to see another Marvel movie for another couple years or something, like a year and a half, two years. Um, but this put such a nice bow on this whole. They're calling it the the what do they call it? the Thanos saga or something like that the, the infinity stone saga such a nice bow and now they're ready to start with the next saga like what's the next story going to be i that's what i can't wait for so yeah definitely yeah. a must see and if you can see it in theaters do it like do whatever you have to do kill someone uh speed uh whatever like and we're recording <laughs> break on into monday the movie theater we're recording on monday <laughs> right after uh this this movie uh, opened this weekend and already yeah. already it has hit some crazy milestones already in just a couple of days yeah it's insane they've already got how much money have they made um, thus far so they i had it open and like a dummy i closed it um they have made that's my uh my call waiting um, music. Did you like that? I liked that a lot. That was yeah. really nice. Uh, so in its opening weekend, got to copyright that music on here. Uh, it's the biggest opening weekend in movie history. One point two billion dollars. That's with a B. One billion dollars. One point two billion. One point two billion dollars. That's a lot of money. That's insane. Uh. I'm trying to see. It's uh, it already has the 18th largest box office gross of all time. It's only been out for a weekend, so it's number 18 on the the top grossing uh movies, and it's only like a week and not even a week. It's less than a week old. <laughs> like that is insane. So it's easily on its way to like destroy. Um, let's see. So like other movies on that list. So starting from the top. Avatar, Titanic, Star Wars Fork, for, Fork, Force Awakens, <laughs> uh, Avengers Infinity War at number four, five Jurassic World, five or six is Marvel's The Avengers, seven is Fury 7, eight is Avengers Age of Ultron, nine is Black Panther, ten is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, part two. Um, but again, like those movies had 
how long were they in theaters? Two, three months. Right. This has literally been in the theater over a weekend. And it's at number, it's now, I'm looking now, it's updated. It's at 17. It was at 18 at the time of the article. It's at 17 now. So it, think about this movie's in theaters for the next two months. It's going to clean up. Could this time. beat this Avatar? Could, be, could this beat Titanic and Avatar for number one? I, I, I mean, think, Infinity War is at number four. <clears throat> this movie is exponentially more important than Infinity War. Like just in like... So, like in just in, in the culture of like pop culture as well as nerd culture. So another cool thing, it's not summer yet. So people are still working. People are still going to school. People are still going to their job every day. And we reached out to try to see about getting tickets uh, for tomorrow. This is on a Tuesday in the afternoon around 1130 or 11 or 1130. Yeah, that's when we were looking for to get and tickets. All of the tickets were sold out. Everything. It was so hard to find a ticket for tomorrow. And that's like 11.30, 11.45 in the morning. Again. On a weekday. On a weekday. When like people are at work. Kids are in and school and people are at work and we can't find that's tickets insane. to go see freaking Endgame That's again. insane to me. Yeah. I could see if it was summer and like, hey, everybody's off and stuff. No. So people are like skipping work and school to go to this thing. I mean, we're essentially skipping work tomorrow to go do this. Yeah. Except our boss is coming with us. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> um. So... Go see this freaking movie. Please go see this freaking movie. I mean, obviously, if you haven't seen the other ones, go watch those, the other 22 movies. You could do it in a week and a half, I promise. (laughs) And you don't have to watch all of them. If anyone wants, like, my recommendations on movies to get uh, to watch, maybe I'll post that on Twitter or uh, Facebook or something, like my list. Okay, these are the the key ones you have to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if I find a good article, because you definitely don't have to watch all of them. Because you didn't watch all of them. But when it got no. down to the end, I'm just like, here's five or six that you need to watch. Right. And like you, because you had already watched like a I had lot already of watched them. a handful, you watched of, the, a handful it, of them. Yeah. And I was like, here's five or six more. And you're good to go. In the beginning, I'd already watched like uh, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, um, Iron Captain Man 3, America. Uh, I hadn't watched three yet. Oh, okay. uh, and then uh, Hulk and stuff. So I'd watched a lot of the origin ones. Uh, and the reason that I was so soured on them. I did not like Thor, the original Thor movie. Yeah, and, and I did, did not. I. I did and not I did like. not like Captain America, the original. I I was very, very bored of that movie and fell asleep. It just was way too slow. And I've been told that uh, I didn't watch Winter Soldier. I've been told that Winter Which Soldier I, that was, was great. actually one I said you need to watch and you did, but that's I. Not that these movies. That's the one you need to go back and watch. It'll help fill in some gaps in Infinity War as well as Endgame. I think watching that. I mean, just. Yeah, basically anything from Civil War on because, yeah, Bucky is kind of a, you know. Don't spoil. Don't spoil. I mean, you know. No, I know, but don't spoil for them. They're listening. Yeah, This but, is still the spoiler-free yeah, portion. Yeah, but these people are normal and actually have probably watched all the Marvel movies, unlike you. Yeah, they probably are normal. No. Um, I'm anything but normal. So go see this movie. It'll change your life forever. That was a I'm deep like, statement, Gary. I, I only cried like... I don't know, throughout the whole movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing. I heard I heard that even your wife was like, dude, get it together and put your big boy panties so, on. What the heck? The I mean, I already mentioned this thing is an emotional roller coaster. Like right off the bat, like you're kind of like fighting tears. And my wife looks over at me and she's like, are you crying? I'm like, no. <laughs> she's like, your eyes are all wet. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Stupid I'm, I'm just like, I was like, she's like, 
are you sure you're not crying? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. Fine. <laughs> I just kept trying. I was like, that was before the Marvel, the Marvel logo even showed up on the screen. Right. But, it's it, right. It right away. Yeah. Right away. It's a roller coaster. But I mean, the, it, with the way Infinity War ended, like, what did we expect? Like, of course, right. it's going to be crazy. But um, and it's just like throughout the entire movie, there's moments where it's just like, oh man, it just grabs you at the deepest of your core, <laughs> and just like, it's hard not to at least you know tear up a little bit. Uh, if, if there was there was a lady sitting on the other side, like next to Trudy. So it was me, Trudy, some random lady we didn't know. She was like sobbing, like through the basically the whole random parts throughout the, but especially like the last half of the movie and stuff. Like just like, and not even when it was like a sad part. Like she was just like just ugly crying, just straight oh, out, wow. just like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just like losing, and it was yeah. like, oh my gosh! There's like nothing this wrong lady. with ugly crying. I mean, it's okay. But in it's a perfect. movie theater during like <laughs> was parts, it, parts was it that packed? weren't even was the theater packed? Oh, it was out? not. Uh, so the only seat that we could find up front, we sat in the second row on this massive screen. We're just like we're like watching the movie, turning side to like we had them having to move our head to watch the movie. I sat in the third was, row, and I was on the end of the third row, and. People, I was like, oh, there's nobody here in this row. And pretty soon, like, people started passing me, hey, kid, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, constantly. People kept going to the bathroom constantly and like, oh, sorry, sorry, I have to go, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I mean, and it's a three-hour long movie. Oh, dude. I didn't get up once. No. I did it. I made it. I just dehydrated myself for like three days and it's right. good to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but yeah, I was doing the same thing, like, at, at a weird angle, trying to watch the thing. But still, it didn't take any of the enjoyment no, away from me. You know? It was a great movie. I implore everybody listening to go watch it if you haven't already. All righty, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to hear some spoilers, what we think about different things, uh, stay tuned after this little outro. But we're just going to give the rest of you guys our little, little rundown uh, that we do every episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you haven't already, go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can support us there and help us continue to see movies that make us cry. Um, and play games that make us happy. And then we can talk to you guys about it, and JJ can make fun of me, and you guys laugh at him making fun of me. Um, <laughs> uh, review us. Uh, remember on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, throw us a review there. That'd be helpful. Um, you can find us, supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, and then uh, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, my personal Twitter is at gmorelang. And JJ's at? At JJ Purdom. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Uh, check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Gl- Graphics or Facebook at facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. Alrighty, guys. For all of you uh, non-spoiler endgame people, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It's been a blast. But uh, now to go hang out with the cool people. All right. It's been your pleasure very, very much. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week right here on the Super Gamer Boys. All righty. It's time. It's time. For the spoilers. Sp-sp-sp-spoilercast. Okay, if you guys are listening right now, it's because you guys have chosen to enter the realm, the lair of people who are giving up everything. Hopefully you've already watched the movie. You're not sticking around to try to you know spoil it for yourselves You're- so it's it's gonna it, it does cost something to watch this part or to listen to this part part of the the episode
You're a genius with words, Marlang. Just ask ask me how much it's going to cost. How much is it going to cost? It'll cost everything. It'll cost everything. <laughs> so this movie, man. So I mentioned earlier, the very first scene when Hawkeye is with his family, like before the Marvel logo even comes up, it just fades from black. With uh, he's got his wife and kids with him. He's with his wife. His, he, his wife is like making making lunch. The like, kids are throwing a football around. He's working with his daughter with a bow and arrow. Like, she, like obviously this is foreshadowing. She's gonna be the next Hawkeye. Uh, like she's gonna take over the mantle. And then, it literally, boom. He turns away and looks back, and everyone's dusted, gone. And that's where I was just like, you got to be kidding. Like, ha, 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 no, no, no. It, <laughs> like, it was set out so nice. Even though, even though like I knew it was coming, it's still just like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was set out his so expression great. You're seeing this and, family like hang oh, out and man. like play with each other. And, you know, and, and he's sitting there training his daughter with the, with the arrows and stuff. And then, you know, Hey guys, all right, it's time to eat. And like, he turns around and they're just gone. And it's like, oh my gosh, in the blink of an eye, in the blink of an eye. And uh, yeah, I I was overcome with emotion too. And I, I didn't cry because I'm a dude, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, right, I'm right, a right, right, right. full grown man. I don't really do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I cry during commercials, you know. Uh, I think that's as you get to be a little older, you hit 40 and you like not have as much testosterone. Uh, no, dude. And that was just in the first few minutes. Yeah, that that it just took off, and it was like that the whole time, up and down, like like a roller coaster, really. Yeah. So, and then like in the first like what fifteen minutes of the film, they're like, "Hey, we found uh, we found uh, we've been scanning these surrounding planets, and there's this burst of energy over here on this planet, and we think it's Thanos." And sure enough, you know the remaining Avengers. Uh, along with Captain Marvel, who showed up after at the end of Captain Marvel, um, that was a post-credit scene, in, which you haven't seen, but that was a post-credit. It was in the trailer, actually, the, the uh, Endgame trailer. Um, yeah, they go to this planet. They find Thanos. He's the only one living on the planet, and they find out he. The reason there's a spike in energy is because he used the Infinity Stones to destroy the Infinity Stones, so that no one could undo his work. Right. If it was done, is done. And, and, you know, in absolute, f- like, furious rage, Thor chops his head off. So in the first, like, 15 minutes, it's like, oh, what? Do they, where do they go from here? Like, they killed the bad guy. Like, the stones are gone. The bad guy's dead. All hope is lost. Right. It's, what, like, so crazy. Keep in mind that in, in Infinity War, uh, he had hit him in the chest, I think it was. Yeah. And he's like, you should have went, went for the head, you know. And then, like, afterwards when he chops his head off, they said something to him and he just said, like, I went for the head, yeah. you know, and it's like, holy crap, this is 20 minutes in and they've just killed Thanos. So me, I'm going, what the heck can happen now? They just killed the bad guy. Dude, it was so crazy. And then, um, so one, one, since this is kind of, I don't really have any like format I'm going for. I don't, I don't want to go through the entire plot. This isn't like a plot breakdown of Endgame. I just want to go over some random things that maybe here and there that we thought were interesting or funny or cool or whatever. The next thing I want to talk about is Fat Thor. <laughs> this got so many laughs in the theater. Okay, I had—I don't know how your how your crowd was in the theater that you watched. Uh, oh, it was hype! Like people were cheering. There and was so and many times that everybody and, was clapping and yeah. cheering together or screaming out together. It, it's such a neat thing to watch a great movie like that and and a highly 
expected movie like that with a bunch of people who yeah. are also passionate fans. It's neat to be in that environment, dude, because it gets you it hyped. adds so much more. When everybody's like, yeah, you could have done you could have done it. Yeah, like people are like standing up and cheering, Abs- like fist pumping and like, yeah. It's like, like, theater, like this, this is, is crazy. A- <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously, I, I, it was so neat to watch people reacting like that. Fat Thor got some of the greatest yeah. reactions because here you have, remember I, I said it earlier, you got this super good looking dude who's a ditzy blonde. He's like cut out of like, you know, chiseled granite and everything. And then he's like a tubby fat dude, like long dude. hippie hair, sitting around I, eating. And it's like, oh my God, it was hilarious. So I, my- He had I, man boobs, he had moves. I thought it was funny for like the first hour. And then I was like, oh, what's going to happen is there's going to be like a little montage where all of a sudden he he's gets, working out <laughs> like either he's working out or it's going to be one of those things where he's like right before the big fight at the end, like against like time traveling Thanos, like all of a sudden, boom, he snaps his finger or he puts his hand up, grabs the act. There's a burst of lightning. And then after the lightning dissipates, like he's like hot again. But no, <laughs> he like he comes out in his suit and he's like. The suit just stretches and fits all over the man boobs in the gut. And he's just like, he's still this fat Thor the entire movie. I'm just like. I love that when you and I both describe uh, Leah, is it Liam or Chris? Chris Hemsworth. Chris, yeah. Uh, I I love that when we describe him, we call him good looking and we call him hot. You just call him hot a second ago. Yeah, no, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are totally okay with our heterosexuality because we're able to say that stuff about that dude. No, he's smoking. He's pretty smoking. Uh, So I. I, I I don't know. I just was waiting for that moment. I was just like, "Come on, I want like Thor back. I want Thor Ragnarok, Thor back." And they he they weren't giving it to us. I'm like, I don't like this big Lebowski Thor going on. Um, or like when they're doing the briefing at the one point, they're like, "Okay, like, can you tell us a little more about the the Aether or whatever?" Like the which is uh, from that was actually from Thor: The Dark World. And uh, and he's just sitting in the corner. And he's just dead silent. And he has sunglasses on, a beer in one hand. And he's they're like, "Is he asleep?" Like no, I, I think is he. I think he's dead. <laughs> like I think I think Rockus is like something like I think he's dead. <laughs> and then like and then like also it cuts to like he's up in front and he's like trying to explain this thing and he's he's wasted. Like the first like hour, two hours of the movie, he's just wasted the whole time. Couple. So he's just like explaining like yeah, this is my old girlfriend, old flame. Like and he starts crying. He's like oh, I miss her so much. It's like everyone's my favorite part is everyone is just like horrified like oh my gosh like he's losing it but then like it pans <laughs> over to Paul Rudd cuz Paul Rudd like as Ant-Man he hasn't been part of the Avengers like he has his own movies but he's only technically fought with the Avengers in one movie in Civil War that's the only time he's ever met or worked with and even then he didn't meet him he just like showed up fought and then he got put on house arrest which is Ant-Man and the Wasp I spoiled it for you you're you're Good welcome job. there you go um so basically he doesn't know any of these people. He like when they start talking about aliens, he's like, "What? Aliens are real?" Like, because all this is new. Basically, he's you, like mm-hmm. in in the Marvel universe. I like that. Um, so like he's just completely <laughs> clueless. So I love how like everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what is going on? And he, Paul, like he just has the biggest grin on his face. He's just like, oh, like a kid like listening to this story about like dark elves. And I love Thor. Dark elves, ooh, spooky. <laughs> and, and Paul Rudd's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is awesome." And everyone else is like. 
oh no, like Thor's wasted. Like he's really, <laughs> his life is really like. A couple of the really awesome things about, about Thor and his story in this movie that was really great. Two things that like stand out tremendously. I love, I love when Rocket has the mechanical eye. Of course, uh, from Thor Ragnarok, yes. he lost his eye in the fight with Hela, his sister. And so. Hello. Hello. That's what I meant. Uh, thanks for correcting me on the air, Garrett. Uh, so basically he hands him this like robotic eye and he's like, oh man, that's, that's great. Awesome. And he puts it in his eye and Rocket immediately says, hey, you might want to wash that first. Cause I put it up my, oh, Hey, look, there's something on the So hilarious. And I love how he just cut off his own, you know, thing as he's saying it. So it yeah. leads it to the imagination that he, you know, he, he <laughs> butt funneled it to get off, get it off of a planet. And then, uh, Another thing was Thor's interaction with Star Lord Quinn uh, was just Quill. Quill, that's what I said. <laughs> You're killing it. I whatever. I'm cool. At, at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get on the ship, it's so funny. When He's they're, like, they're who's ta- in charge here? You are. You are. <laughs> and then he kind of gives him a look like. Kind of like obviously you're not, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll say you are. Yeah, I'll, you're, you're uh, in charge. Yeah, I, I also I loved it that he kept calling uh, he kept calling Rocket the raccoon. He kept calling Rabbit. Yes, <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> it was just fantastic. So There's so many things in this movie that just made me so happy, great. Garrett. It was just a fun. There's a lot of things that made movie. me happy, and then there's a lot of things that made me so sad. Yeah, like. Uh, uh, we had the death of Black Widow, which was this like yeah. that moment between her and Hawkeye, like fighting to basically like they were fighting each other to give their own life, like to sacrifice themselves. And that's where it's like, which was a great fight, which is insane. Yeah. Like they're like literally beating the crap out of each other to try to be the one that's like, giving no, themselves I'm gonna over. Give yeah. my life. Yeah. Like that moment when they hold it, like they hold their hands and then Hawkeye's like, I think we're both thinking of a different person when we both said like, okay, we think we know like <laughs> that little conversation we just had. I think we were both thinking of different people. Yeah. Because um, the whole thing was, was giving up what you love. Yeah. And so they're sacrificing and that's like the ultimate act of love. Yeah. Is sacrifice. Yeah. And so like that was like so hard to see, like even just like Hawkeye's reaction to it. Like Black Widow isn't necessarily one of those characters that like, because she's only really been in the Avengers movies, don't necessarily have an emotional connection to there but seeing Hawkeye's reaction that moment and then getting back to you know the present day because I was in the past or whatever getting back to present day and seeing especially Hulk's because Hulk and her kind of had you know Bruce Banner and her headed this relationship to so he see his reaction like he like you know pounds the ground he punches the ground immediately on like the the time that the that the platform they all came back on and then later they're out on the dock in the middle of this lake and he just like out of rage just like throws a bench into the forest and he's just like pissed and it's like to see their reactions like man it's so gut-wrenching um his character took a crazy turn during this movie too uh he was able to harness the ability to kind of have the best of both worlds yeah so with he was bruce both banner and the hulk, hulk and bruce banner at the same so, time yeah so he's like using that crazy brain but he's in the monster's body and having all the monster strength and stuff. But it's interesting to watch him as he comes up to try to show rage and he's not really rage field. You know? Yeah, the, that scene in, uh, the, when they went back in the past in New York City, they saw like the original Hulk and he's like, bam, 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 like so much rage is beating the crap out of this car and stuff. And then he's just like, oh, that's a little, a little gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then Captain Mary's like, okay, like 
go on, let's go go collect the the time stone or whatever. Like, remember, you gotta hulk it up out there, like smash some things and yell a little bit. And he like walks up to the car and kind of like flips it nonchalantly and he's like kind of like picks up a motorcycle and like tosses it a couple of feet <laughs> he's it's just like he pulled it takes his shirt off or whatever he's like i don't know about this <laughs> like it's just so funny to see like the complete different like rage mode mode hulk to like yeah like like the civilized hulk who's like he's bruce banner's mind but with hulk strength it's so funny yeah, this this whole movie was incredible, and like, what an awesome way for them to end the series. Um, obviously, they're going to go into like some new new stuff. Uh, yeah. Whether they're going to start telling new stories or new characters and going into the next phase, I guess you'd call it. Uh, I'd still like to see another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I know that's been talked about. Maybe a sequel, to especially Black now. Panther. So now that uh, Thor is part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, that'll be interesting. I wonder if it'll actually be called. Guardians of the Galaxy, or will it be a Thor movie? Yeah, at the end, remember they take off in the spaceship and like that scene we were just talking about, where like, hey, who's in charge? Like, obviously, like they're working together. Obviously, I, I, I didn't even think about that being yeah. something they'd carry on into the next. I figured it was like kind of a one-off that they just kind of they go off together, but not create him as one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that I, part of the I, I comic book lore? Well, no, but I just not I, that, that they have to stick to that. No, right? I, I don't. That's that's not necessarily comic book lore, but that's just what I assume based off of the way. Um, yeah, the way that scene kind of played out, it's like, okay, like he's joining, like joining them on their adventures now. He's like, oh, where are we going off to next? Like what universe, what galaxy are we going to go save now or something like that? Like, you know what? I didn't even catch that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't pay any attention to so that. That's why being... there's that whole, like who's in charge thing, because yeah. it's just like, like obviously Thor is kind of setting up camp there in their, wow. in their ship. And it's like, okay, like what's going to, how's I'll tell this going to go? That really adds an element of awesome to it, especially yeah. if they keep the character the way that they've been doing it. So I want, yeah. Cause I mean, he plays so, he would play so well into that whole goofy Absolutely. Guardians of the Galaxy. So I just wonder, yeah. So is it going to be a Thor movie or is it going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Like is, will he be in it or what? Like Thor in the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. three. Right. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, man, uh, the hardest part of this movie was was that end the final battle which was the, the most amazing part the final battle was incredible like to see all the heroes finally come out i was bummed they weren't in it longer that was one complaint i had is like i guess going into it, i assumed oh we were going to see more of these uh heroes like maybe an hour and a half two hours in and get like a well we're going to get substantial time with everyone coming back mm-hmm. but they didn't they weren't able to actually snap and bring everyone back until like the last like 30 20 30 minutes of the movie so literally we only saw all the heroes like for just a few minutes of like the the final battle scene which was still incredible like to see olsen uh all of the uh the portals from dr strange Strange and all of his his other um i can't remember the name of their, their like organization or whatever but all the other like time wizards or whatever you want to call them i don't know like yeah open up their portals and the all the heroes are pouring through and like the, all the armies of Wakanda and all the Guardians of the Galaxy and all these people. It's just such an epic sight to see. Well, one of the things this is being being that I watched certain movies and I didn't watch certain other ones. I, I never got to see Doctor Strange. So uh, I wasn't familiar with the character at all. That one I think is on Netflix. You should totally watch it. It was. I I did not see it on there recently, but I do want to watch it. And, and that was a good one. I really liked the character a lot. And he seemed like he was very special, very different than any of the other characters. I mean, it's a wizard. You know, it's totally unlike anything else that, yeah. that the Marvel characters were doing. It's more supernatural or whatever. Yeah. But, dude, honestly, 
really great character. And the fact that he saw however many millions of different options, uh, like 14 million different options or whatever it was, and but only one of them were them winning, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, then when he comes back, he says that, you know, I like, know. like there's one. Like this is yeah. the one, and then, you know, and then Tony, Tony, well, Tony asked me, he's like, is this the one where we win? He's like, if I tell you, right, it won't happen. Right. right. So it's just like, oh shoot. <laughs> Which instantly, as soon as he said that instantly, it's like, oh shoot, Iron Man's dying. Like, obviously like that's what popped into my head. I'm like, obviously like if he says, oh yeah, this is the one, but you have to die. Like he, I don't know if he would have done it. Like, obvi- like I'm, I'm sure he might've, but I don't know. At the same time, it's like, that's to know you're going to die, like it's hard to make that choice then where when it's like in your own, like, so yeah, when, in that moment when he gets the gauntlet and, uh, I mean, we saw what happened to, uh, Hulk earlier. It almost pretty near killed Hulk when he snapped his fingers to bring everyone back, let alone, um, yeah, now Iron Man, this little puny, just dude, like he doesn't have superpowers. He has a, a suit that he wears that gives him his superpowers. He's essentially the Batman of Marvel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just has money and makes yeah. these cool suits. And so when he snaps his fingers and it just like blows him half to hell and he is hurting. I love how his final line is, I am Iron Man. Like, which is like, that's that's the line that really started the entire MCU. That's what he says at the very end of Iron Man 1, I'm Iron Man. And that's what, boom, starts this whole thing. And that's his last line is, I'm Iron Man. And this snaps his fingers all the armies disappear, and man, that last scene with like Spider Man, and then Pepper Potts, like his wife, like thinking about okay, he's leaving his daughter behind now. Like man, that was such an emotional moment. But yeah, it was so like ending with everybody so, standing there, all so in black perfect. And, like the yeah. way, the way it like, ended. Like I mean, even on the battlefield though, like with all like the buddies coming up on the battlefield, and yeah. it's like being there in those last moments of him, like before he died, like. And then you're not for sure as 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 the camera is is going through and and it's the camera's panning through all these different people. Oh, you're talking at the funeral. At the funeral. Oh, okay. And you're yeah. not for sure if that's what this is or not. You're like thinking, well, maybe maybe there's a chance that like he's okay and that no, he's, you, you, you know, because before they pan through everyone, they put that wreath out there of his heart, the the little machine. Mm, right. Okay. Being, I missed. Maybe that. you missed that. Yeah. I missed that. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's right at the beginning. They put out the. They have like a wreath and it has uh, the little. His old, like, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the little machine. Whatever the little machine is that he wears in his chest to, like, mm-hmm. to keep him alive and The glowy hardy thing. Like they put that in the yeah. little wreath and float it out. So, but yeah, it was it was still okay, like, I'm, it I, was it was cool though because yeah, it pan, like you were saying, it pans through and it goes all these characters all the and every characters. character he's ever yeah. impacted. Right. So it goes from like Pepper to like the Avengers to... Um, just all these like obscure characters and then even like Spider-Man and Marissa Tomei yeah, Aunt the, May or whatever yeah, I mean, there's yeah it even, just goes uh, through all of them so there's one I had no idea who, I was like who the heck is that kid there's this one kid standing all alone I had no idea who it was I looked it up later it's the kid from Iron Man 3 oh okay it's him when he's older so it's like oh that's totally random but that's cool I guess like they brought him back um, just uh, like I mean obviously like that was the whole point is like He's had such an impact on so many people's lives throughout the years of this movie franchise and, and their life and stuff. And it's just so cool to see, like, um, yeah, just that love and support. And even though it's all fictional, it's just like, man, like, he was, like, 
such a like the cornerstone to this whole thing not only as a franchise but just the avengers like in that reality like in this in the fiction he was a such a a a tentpole to like yeah this this whole franchise all of these movies totally revitalized the career of robert denny jr he had fallen so low and he was able to redeem himself and come back and like when he was first cast as iron man i remember there were a lot of people that were like okay what's up with that Dude, he he did such a great job helming it as Iron Man. And the arc of his character throughout all of the different films was incredible. What a heck of a way to end it, dude. Yeah. Just on a, a crazy, crazy end to yeah. an awesome franchise Iron and an Man. incredible movie. Iron Man dies. Captain America um, goes on to... Return one of the, the stones. He returns back. all the stones because that was a big thing is if, these, if all the stones didn't get put back at the exact time they were taken in the timeline, it would create other timelines and it could throw everything off. So he went back to all, how many infinite stones are there? Five of them? Six. Six of them, yeah. So he went to, back to six different realities, took all the stones back, and then he was supposed to come back, you know, present day, and then all of a sudden they're like, he's gone. Like, where did he go? And then they look over and on a bench, you know, he's like, what? 70 80 years old or something sitting there as an old man and he had he took off the suit and he stayed back in his original time and lived a life with carter which is like his love like through since the first movie his captain america movie and then through every movie he's been in since like that's always been the one thing he could never get over is like he missed out on so much that life he just wished he could have lived just a normal life and that was something iron man always said to him was this like dude like just just you need to live life a little and so as, as even the quote you said, he's like, you know, Iron Man, like Tony told me to live life a little. So I did. Yeah. And, and it was such a beautiful ending. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, a, it was an incredible movie. There's so much more we could talk about, but we're going an hour and a half now. So we should probably. And we got to get ready because we, we got to work early in the morning and then go watch it again manana. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we love y'all. And uh, we'll catch y'all on the flippity flop. Why did I say like a question mark?